All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to Counterculture Reacts. My name is Jamie. To my right is our euphoria. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> hold on. Euphonious worship leader Joel. I almost put that together. <laughs> we want to motivate the church to influence the culture around around us with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. You nailed it. Great job, Jamie. Uh, I'd like to encourage you guys to subscribe to our Freedom Church NJ YouTube channel, which is this one, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, also, uh, we want to invite you to leave a review on your podcast app of choice um, because that lets our content be seen by more people and it helps other people to get recommended this podcast mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, let's do it. So leave a review on whatever podcast you're listening to if you're not one of our YouTubers, if yeah. you're one of our audio if only. You are Click the like button three times. Or the yeah, dislike the thumbs button up. twice. Thumbs up button three times. Yeah, okay. The like <laughs> button three times and the unlike button twice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's a magic thing. It's like, you know, it really it has some special effect, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're going to be talking about magic today. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> um. Be sure also to leave a comment on what you thought about this video, or if you have another topic that you'd like us to discuss in the future. Uh, we would love for you guys to get involved in the uh, discussion. So instead of just hearing us talk about it, we'd love to get you guys insights. So uh, yeah, we want to invite you to do that. Uh, also check out uh, our sponsor, uh, friendsoftodayschoice.org, mm -hmm. which is um, a great women's resource center that uh, specializes in uh, women who are thinking about um, terminating their pregnancy, or if they have questions about what to do uh, and they just don't know where to turn. Uh, this is a great organization that is helping women. Um, sure. Many, many, many different <clears throat> yeah, ways. So. Keep the babies and take care of them afterwards. Exactly, too. yeah. And uh, definitely really keep them in prayer as well. Yeah. So doing great, great work <clears throat> for, for the kingdom. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, with that, um, we are doing another reaction video. Uh, today and what we're going to be doing is a kind of short video it's only uh, a little over 12 minutes long but it is a video about science versus religion by um jubilee which is the name of the um it's the name of the youtube channel that puts out these types of uh, videos called middle ground yeah they're it's kind very of the name good. of like yeah. the segment so they invite on a handful of people who have different views and they ask a broad question and then the people there are going to um, either sit in a chair if they agree with it or just stand on the side if they don't agree with it. Then they all come together and then they talk about it yeah. from different points of view. So uh, I thought it'd be a great idea to do one that touches on um, religion versus science because we've been talking about that recently and also obviously it's incredibly important to be able to define what we believe uh, especially as I think in the world today probably maybe more than anything else uh, the uh, what comes across as science and scientists uh, that line of thinking probably leads more people astray from Christianity maybe than any other thing because it's it can't be proven right and it's um, it's all a bunch of like like fables from 2,000 years ago, sure. you know, and stuff like that. Um, so I think it'll be fun. At least that's a thought, you know, from people who aren't really well read, haven't really looked into it, because mm -hmm. um, like that kind of attitude would be would be hard to really build a case for, mm -hmm. you know. But but that is the you know a common thought, at least in the scientific world. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, it it will be fun. Yeah, so <laughs> I look forward to it. So the participants of oh yeah of this video are the three people on the religious side is a pastor, a yes. se seemingly a pretty solid yeah. evangelical yeah. pastor. I don't know anything about him, but um, but he wears a nice um, what is that a sweater thingy? Is that uh, a cardigan? It is a cardigan. Oh uh, yes, yeah. he wears a cardigan, so he, he's probably reformed. 
Um, <laughs> His beard isn't big enough, though. <laughs> no. yeah, that's right. He has a beard, he's and a, he's wearing a cardigan. Yeah. It's like a sweater vest, kind of. Sure, yeah. Know. I don't know. Um, he's but, not mean uh, enough, though. <clears throat> no, you're probably right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's also a Buddhist minister, priest. I minister, I think he calls himself, yeah. yeah. So, and then there's also a Reconstructionist Jewish rabbi female. Yes. That's yeah. her official title. That's the... <laughs> That's the religious side. Yeah, so those are the people that like we would be on the side of in this um, yeah. in this debate. And then the the you'll see the people on the scientific side uh, who would be what what they're trying to pit against religion sure. is like the scientific view. Um, but I I do like the way that they do these kind of videos because they do take people from from extreme <clears throat> camps in the specific um think like topic that they're addressing so if it's like religious leaders you don't want to get like a pastor a catholic priest right. and then a jewish jewish um rabbi like yeah, from a some, conservative you know yeah it's a different points of view and because yeah. it's a pretty broad topic mm-hmm. science versus religion so you want a broad spectrum so um very broad so <laughs> yes <clears throat> but yeah good very good i'm ready, ready to get I'm into ready. it yeah all right so sure. start from the top and they have a little intro and then into it although the questions that the the guy asks are, are kind of hard to hear like you may have to turn it up i had to like turn okay. it up because they he yell whoever it is yeah, yeah yells yeah. the question out to them yeah but he's not mic'd right. and, uh, and especially they, the first question yeah. i'm just like what yeah, <laughs> what yeah. Did he say? Well, we can ju- we can just say we what the question is. it may actually come up on the co- caption yeah it's in the background you can see it oh is that right yeah they have it written in oh, but gotcha, for the, okay. the audio only it might be hard to hear yeah. so we'll just do that all right ready yeah i'm ready let's do it if no, we just take God out of it, might there not be something well, right that, that your scientific beliefs can't explain? That was the Jewish That's rabbi. Just the yeah. The volcanologist. But you can't see your ears. <laughs> That's right. My name is Matt. I'm 41 <laughs> years old. I'm a pastor. I'm Gil Kay. I'm 40, 40 years old. I am a minister of the Buddhist church. I'm Andrew, I'm 42, and I'm a chemist. I'm Jess, I'm 36, and I'm a volcanologist. A Vulcan. I'm Don, I'm 64, I'm a paleontologist and geologist. It's one old guy. I'm Amy, I'm 53, and I'm oh, a rabbi. <laughs> I like how he just says I'm a pastor. Yes, I, I believe this universe was created, was the, t- the yeah. question. One this is literally human. my greatest fear that I'd be all alone in this circle. <laughs> I, I believe that this world was created. Uh, I've placed my faith in a God that is infinitely creative in what he's made. He then deserves my worship and my affection. Seriously, last night I was talking to my wife. I was like, what if there's a question that I'm the only one that agrees to? She's like, just stay where you are. I was like, I don't know. The big problem is I'm just going to pause it there. Um, I really like this pastor, like yeah. his demeanor. Yeah, he's super and pleasant. Yeah. He's, yeah uh, he doesn't seem to be coming in with any sort of like a agenda or, you know, um, he just seems to be really honest. And I like what he said too. Like he wasn't afraid to be the only person there. Sure. You know, yeah, too. no, that's good. I am wondering <clears throat> what the Jewish rabbi yeah. is doing not believing in a creator and <laughs> she will get into it in a yeah, little bit a little bit um, and then the, the buddhist uh, i think would if i'm remembering our study on buddhism that really like they would believe that it, it kind of always existed almost okay i think if i'm remembering right so like almost everything like... that is always was and it's just kind of there mm-hmm. we, we really don't there is no i mean they don't really worship any god they're they're mm-hmm. more of spirit you know right, right. ancestor kind of worship mm-hmm. you know so they're not really looking to that but um it's or, just an interesting it's interesting that they that there is a buddhist there because it's not it's such a different religion yeah you know it's such a different thing than like like this kind of question wouldn't be really a question they would even like mm-hmm. talk about i would think mm-hmm. um because it's more based on you know um 
you personal know, enlightenment. Yeah, right? getting rid of the yeah, you know, emotions. reaching nirva- nirvana, yeah. getting rid of the the emotion and the um, not emotion necessarily, but the uh, what what is the the term? Um, <clears throat> uh, it's not pleasure either, but it's it's a feeling almost, mm-hmm. you know, where you're you know you're not sad about things, you're mm-hmm. not you know you're not angry, but you're kind of in a state of peace all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's just an interesting question for. For a Buddhist, I would imagine. Yeah. Because remember when the Buddha died Mm -hmm. and then they were all around him, like grieving and feeling sad. And then there was like desire. Desire is the term. Yeah. And then they were like, wait a minute. Didn't he teach us to not feel these feelings? Yeah. Yeah, What are we upset about? Yeah. (laughs) Right. But it kind of shows the inconsistency of that, you know, worldview because there is a a natural and a good thing to grieving and to emotions, obviously. Well, um, desire is there for a purpose, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, um, and uh, yeah, how do you how do you get to a place where there is none? You know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where you want to be. You right, know, I, right. I don't, I don't like. Yeah. I guess your desire is to be there your in a place where you have no desire. Desire, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, but uh, but anyway, if yeah, you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice, right? Isn't that <laughs> isn't that what Rush says? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I don't keep um, yes, but I was just saying that I like. I think I like where the pastor is at. Yeah, um, and I really like his attitude too. So, all right, here we go. Go. I said immediately start talking about creator, and I have battled creationism most of my entire career as an evolutionary biologist and paleontologist. It brings in a whole category of things that violate my rules as a scientist as well, and. When I step back from that, especially when I step back from where I started as a religious person when I was younger, I look at this and I say, you know, if anything, what we see now about the universe shows how poorly designed it is and how sloppy it is and how painful it is. And all these things which don't speak to a very benevolent creator, because if anything, it makes him look bad. Yeah, hmm. There's with a that? lot there. <laughs> um, uh, one of the things is is that he he makes a statement that he he has been battling this creation idea mm-hmm. because of, of what he you know because of the type of science that he's involved in. I I would I would be I have a hard time believing that he's battling creationists all the time about this. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. I mean, maybe that's what he does. Maybe that's his focus. Is yeah. to, to Because but if it's not his focus. I doubt he's getting a lot of this in like colleges, you know, where is he, where is he battling these things? You know, mm-hmm. where does that come from? And then, and whatever, maybe he is. But, uh, but the other thing is it's, he, he mentions that it, 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 it's really the opposite or, or it's, uh, it's anathema or whatever to his, his way of doing science yeah. to suggest that there's something outside of nature yeah. that has um, created anything. Yeah. Um, but but the big question comes in then is, well, where in the world did it come from? Yeah, you have to go there. Because his scientific background doesn't deal with origins at all, yeah. first of all. So he's never looking at origins. He's looking at what is there mm-hmm. and then extrapolating through Darwinian evolution that what is there became something else that was there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not... It doesn't, nothing in Darwinian evolution suggests that there was nothing and then mm-hmm. there was something, mm-hmm. you know, right. it, it, and it, because you can't, how do you evolve nothing right. into something? Right, right, And, um, and then, you know, so, um, one of the things we're going through in men's Bible study is that, uh, we're doing Frank Turek and mm-hmm. apologetics and things like that. And he asks two questions and, um. Or presents two two thoughts, which I think would be great uh, if to to ask somebody like this mm-hmm. to say, okay, so um, you, you're saying that science is different than the religion, so your way of figuring things out is different than my way of figuring things out. But I would say that he is making as much of a faith claim mm-hmm. as any other person is making a faith claim. As much as I'm making a faith claim, I believe that a supernatural being outside of time and space made everything from nothing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he would believe that there is no entity, there's just nothing that created everything. You know, and so, and nothing isn't 
like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Nothing isn't just an empty room. It's so hard for us to get our heads wrapped around what nothing means. Nothing is absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's there is no time. There is no space. There is no atoms. There are no quarks. There are no there mm -hmm. is no RNA. There is no DNA. Mm -hmm. There is nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And so I believe it takes more faith to believe that nothing produce something yeah. from its nothingness yeah. rather than I believe that there is a God who is, su who is outside transcendent uh, uh, around time and space. Mm -hmm. Like he's not, he's not in it, you know, mm -hmm. something in something can't be outside of it to make it, sure. you, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, so there, it takes more faith as Frank Turek would say to be an atheist mm -hmm. than it does to be a Christian, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I, I, I think one of the reasons why is when you look at what the evolutionist is saying is we just have to keep looking, and eventually, like sure. maybe it was aliens that yeah. brought crystals, right? Maybe it came on the backs yeah, of crystals, Dawkins, like like Dawkins, Dawkins said. Like said. Um, but somehow, obviously, there had to have sometime nothing rolled over and became something, yes. right? Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's where the issue is because... That's an actual no, statement yes, from a scientist. Is. But no matter, <laughs> no matter how much you have the, well, that's what's so great about science and about um, not falling back on God, kind of a God of the gaps kind of thing. But no, we can search out like Bill Nye's thing. Like, well, so if we don't have the answer yet to how life began, that's what the joy is of science. We get to look and we get to sure. find out, like maybe it was this and maybe it was that. The problem is nothing can ever become something <clears throat> right no matter how long you try to f just be like well we just got to keep an open mind about what it might be and like no there is uh there is a uh, logical contradiction there that no matter how much time you put on it you can put 1700 billion sure. years it doesn't matter you can't have an alien bring it you can't have crystals you can't have well maybe it was from the gas of the you know first yeah, there were none there were there was nothing yeah so that's that will always be to me that will always be the achilles heel of uh this type of thinking the theistic evolutionist who believes in god and that evolution then god created it like and made evolution but he still would believe that and we talked about that in the deconstruction videos that we did the past two would have a much much better ground even though we still wouldn't agree with them fully but at least you would still have something that could create sure out of nothing sure but if you don't have that then you're stuck with the most illogical i right. think and unscientific hypothesis well that's that's the thing you know. it, it is not scientific because science allows true science allows the evidence to take you where it's right, going to right. take you and you don't have an agenda it's yeah. this is a hypothesis. I'm going to do the study. Oh, this showed that my hypothesis was wrong. Okay, let me start over. Right. It's it's there is there should be no agenda. Yeah. The problem is if you were to and I don't want to speak for this guy, but for the for the majority of people who are atheist um and, you know, intellectual, you know, in in this case, you know, scientific, if you were to present them with different options that were natural like oh well the beginning could be this 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 or this and one of those is god they would automatically take god out of the picture yeah. could have been aliens so that's fine. so that is what makes it a religion and not science mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you you have an uh, um an ideology that you are not allowing science to take you where it's taking. Mm -hmm. So if you have an ideology that's, that is an agenda for your scientific experimentation, then you're not being truly scientific, mm -hmm. you know? So, and if there's a supernatural cause, then there's a supernatural cause. Right. Why should you be afraid of that? Yeah. That's not, that's not like crazy. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, to, to suggest that nothing rolls over, yeah. you know, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it, it's, that is, that is wishful thinking. Yeah. You know, that's. So I think, 
if I could sum it up. Yeah. I'm trying. I've been trying to sum distill it, this into a sentence for the past two minutes. Okay. I think what I would say is, true science cannot hold to pure materialism because of that one question. Because you could get materialism from how did this chair get here, you know, and sure. from stuff that we have. But to go back to the beginning, you'll never get to what true science is, which is what we can observe and go yeah. back and um, even if you want to extrapolate it out. Um, but materialism can never get you to a logical answer. Yeah. There's no way. You, you have to at least allow for the supernatural. Sure. I mean, you could just put aliens in instead of God. And yeah. if aliens are allowed, how is God not allowed? Sure. You know? Well, yeah, and you still don't answer the question. <laughs> it's like, right. okay, so well, it got here by aliens. How do the aliens get <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, from, that's the next you know, question. So, uh, yeah. but, it's, it, but it's the, um, <clears throat> it's the nature of belief. You know, the, the scientist mm -hmm. believes that, well, there has to be a natural beginning because I can't go there. Mm -hmm. I can't go to the God thing. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's what you believe. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But to suggest that because I believe that there's a God outside of time and space that created it, I'm an idiot yeah. and you're smart, it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, we're, we are both having a right. conversation about belief, not fact because you have no evidence. Right. Right. You were not there. All you can do is make hypotheses. You can't even test them. You right. know, you can't even test them. Yeah. You know, so, so it's all faith. It's all faith. It starts with faith and that's what it is. Yeah. And it's like, that, that's where the argument I think should go. It shouldn't be science versus religion. It's your religion versus my religion. Let's just weigh them out and see which one makes the most sense. Yeah. You but know? I think our faith, <clears throat> I think our faith is more based on evidence. I, I agree with that. Than yeah. just kind of a blind yeah. faith kind of a thing. Like, right. well, I'm just going to put God there just right. because I have to put something yeah, the there. The God of the gaps, which yeah, you know, yeah. they would say it is. Yeah. <coughs> but that is but not I think, the And case. that guy was kind of pointing to that when he was saying how messed up the world is and stuff. Yeah. And it's like. Oh, I, that was another thing. Yeah. I think you I have to, that. you have to be um, ignorant. You have to be ignorant to say how messed up that the world is when you're talking about something as complex as the eye because he's trying to say that the eye and the complex com complexity of the neurons to be like how that could even possibly happen happened without an intelligent designer there's a reason that that term is used because it's not just a random designer that over time this can happen Something had to put that information to get something as complex as the eye to be a thing from not being a thing before, <clears throat> which is why Darwin said, I shudder every time I see an eye or think of an eye. Well, and he was, I don't know if he can see his own eyes. Where but. his science was at the time in the 1800s was nothing compared to what we have now. Yeah. And the complexity of a single cell. Yeah. It is incredible. Yeah. And to suggest that that is sloppy. Yeah, don't. And, yeah. and it's like, you you are not like there are things that look sloppy because we have variation you know it's the external that the variation that goes on but the complexity and the necessity of the precision that's in the yeah. cell and in the the dna and in the cosmos itself mm -hmm. like even stephen hawking who is an atheist mm -hmm. like he he looked at the um if you looked at the Big Bang, if you want to go there, um, he, he said the expansion rate of the universe is so infinitesimally precise that if it was not where it is now, mm -hmm. the universe could not exist. Mm -hmm. And it's like it was so it was one it was like within one second of the Big Bang and its expansion rate. If it is if it was one in ten to the 40th power different or something <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah. the universe wouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. So to suggest that there's no precision or, or the, order, yeah. you are not looking yeah. at anything. Yeah. You're just making a statement of faith. Or that, is a, that is a faith claim. You can look at <clears throat> the things that humans have messed up, sure. you know, murders or, sure. you know, whatever. Um, 
which again gets to the moral aspect of it also as to um yeah they'll get into that yeah, too a little bit um, no, no, because without that. without a god then where's your basis mm-hmm. for morality things like that but um but you could look at that or even how um deformed like people who come out of the womb and deformed sure. and stuff like that but <clears throat> i uh, it's pretty hard to see un- unless you're just looking for reasons to think of creation as sloppy that I, I don't see how you could possibly see that. Uh, like even evolutionists are like believe that the universe is incredibly yeah. well designed by chance. Sure. Fine tuned. Fine tuned. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And like if the if the sun was right just a little bit closer to Earth or a little bit further away, it would either freeze or melt. It's a, right? it's amazing. Yeah. So um <laughs> And how like the nervous system works and the brain works and how we can rationally make decisions is like yeah I don't know how, how can you possibly call that sloppy sure well maybe well, he just I don't know, I'm not gonna say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well yeah it's um it it just seems that there's not there's not a lot of thought that has gone into mm-hmm. that kind of statement that's all you mm-hmm. know it's where it's like you're just making a a statement because of your your animus to creationism you know kind yeah. of thing rather than you know it, at least giving the credit where the credit's yeah. due with the the particulars you know yeah it's like no these things are really like precisely designed you know so like something tells me he doesn't go outside in like montana or something and just watch like the sunset on you know trees and and the lake and everything and be like this is so poorly designed (laughs) like right i don't know just how and how all of that stuff just works without it having to do anything other than just be what it is you know trees having leaves fall and then they grow back the next year you know yeah that's yeah, a pretty systems, good design. All those systems are great. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. All right. But what What's interesting too, that this argument, right, for, um, what that that Christianity would use, for the flaws in the design, mm-hmm. would go back to the fall. Right. That the the corruption came in when Adam sinned. Yeah, that's what I was saying about what that. Is, humans what have is, messed yeah. up. Yeah. But what is so interesting is that. That statement, that understanding was well written well before. That understanding was there well before this kind of science mm-hmm. was like commonplace. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like we took that and said, well, here's if we read this mm-hmm. this We're way, we can fit. get an answer. Right. We for can make it fit. What's, yeah. what's wrong with the world? And yeah. no, it's it's designed really, really well. We're, you know, we just made this kind of thing work. Yeah. It's like, no, that was there before. Yeah. So it's like, this supersedes this this or precedes the science, mm-hmm. you know that we've because the science is just um, is just observing the things that we're seeing right. that God has made. Yeah, and it's like, well, we know why it's like that. And, and do you know how we <clears throat> we do know all of that about the fall and everything like that is because a supernatural, yeah. personal, transcendent God <clears throat> gave not just those words but also the um, Ten Commandments and mm-hmm. morality and all of that stuff to Jews, and now we're going to get to somebody uh, who yes. is it's not like that segue reconstructionist to a reconstructionist a Jew, which um, we'll, we'll let her speak <clears throat> and give her opinion on God, and then we'll um, I brought up a website on reconstructionist yes. and Judaism so that we can kind of <laughs> get an idea of what that means because if you're thinking that that means somebody who believes in like Moses and Abraham. Uh, like that kind of Jew, then you would be sorely mistaken. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all right, let's hear her talk. Um, I don't believe in a supernatural God. That's I'm a, a reconstructionist start. Jew. For me, I don't rely <laughs> on a supernatural creator in order to remain astounded at the beauty of mm. this world. It's sloppy. Mm. It's the world, right? It's the world. We're sloppy. The world is sloppy, but it's also incredibly magical and yeah. and magical and worthy of of awe and um and respect and uh, that it's here is amazing that we're here is amazing and i want to live in relationship to that amazement 
<laughs> See, it's, it's all perspective, right? Because mm-hmm. from her point of view, um, she's trying to get um, get away from a personal transcendent God, meaning like outside of us. Um, and we'll get to what her definition of God would be from a Reconstructionist Judaism perspective. But um, but what she was trying to say is how when you see the world, you kind of can see God in the world. Mm-hmm because of how beautiful it is and how can you not see God there? Not like God out here doing stuff to the world, but instead of it's like God is inside of us and inside of the world because of how beautiful it is. Mm -hmm. But then she's like, but it's also sloppy because she's like, I don't want to (laughs) disagree with him. But her whole point of view is like, if, if it was that and it's like a sloppy, poorly designed world, then she doesn't have anything to believe in God for. Because her whole view of God is look at how beautiful the world is. So if it's like, well, it's a sloppy world, and it's like, well, I don't really want to believe in God then, you sure. know, because the only reason to believe in God for her is because of how beautiful the yeah. world is, you know. Yeah. So it kind of contradicted her. So I just want to read from reconstructingjudaism.org. Oh, beautiful. As to... It's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I go on here all the time. Here. So this kind of Judaism, it says, Juda- uh, is... Judaism is the evolving religious civilization of the Jewish people. So evolving religious wow. and civilization. So by evolving, what this type of Judaism means, uh, means that the Judaism that we live and practice today is the result, result of some 4,000 years of constant evolution. It has changed from generation to generation and country to country. As rabbis, teachers, individual Jews, and entire communities have created ever new, different, and more personally relevant and contemporary ways of acknowledging their identity and celebrating the values, customs, and authentic beliefs of Jewish life. Mm. So the Judaism of Abraham is not the same as that of Moses or King David or Moses, I don't know. Maimonides. God bless you. Maimonides is very important. And, uh, or Golda Meir. Golda, Golda Meir, yeah. So Reconstructionism simply recognizes and acknowledges this fact as a central understanding of Jewish life. Um, so it is not, so since it is uh, complete, like, since it is evolving, it's saying that there is not a consistency between the Jewish faith of Abraham, Moses, and King David, which I would strongly not agree with at all. And I don't know who these other people are, but um, I would like to know what the differences are between the Judaism of yeah. Abraham, you know, yeah. Moses and King David. But So what they mean by religious, Judaism is religious because it is involved with issues of ultimate meaning of life. So this part is really important. God is understood not as something to be believed in, but rather something to be experienced in the everyday miracles of our lives. So right now we are leaving the train of what the Jewish people Mm -hmm. have understood God to be in the entire Old Testament. And it's not like, well, David didn't believe that. Like David believed in uh, that God was something to be believed in. You know, in you, in you, I have put my trust, right? God is that power that animates life. God is not a power. God is a, is a being. Uh, God is that power that animates life that we discover in the daily acts of creation that surround us. See, we discover God in the acts of creation that surround us. That's what I was saying about Mm -hmm. why it's so important for the beauty of creation and in the highest strivings of the human spirit. God is not, listen to this, God is not an external being that acts upon us, but a power that works through us. So God is not a transcendent being. So that... (laughs) So that leaves the whole field of traditional sure, whatever, Judaism. Yeah. So that's the conservative, Hasidic. Yeah. Um, you know, praying to a God outside of yourself, but instead it's a, God is the power that works mm-hmm. through us. So you're not talking about. Um, such a deception. That's such a about You're not talking about Yahweh. Right. You know, you're not talking about the I am that I am. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's interesting to see her on here, because it's supposed to be three <laughs> religious three, people. But yeah, how can you have religious people of somebody who doesn't believe in God? Really, they did they, try and find. They, they some, say that they believe in God, but some out there scientific people, in a sense that they got a Vulcanologist. <laughs> um, but she but studies what Vulcans. Have, what actually would have been more um, 
more relatable from one side to the other would be if you had the paleontologist and then you had um, maybe uh, um, some other kind of like on the on the outskirts of science kind of mm -hmm. science you know yeah. where flat it's, earthers maybe not not flat earth but but like um you know you <clears throat> there's a lot of people yeah. who like you know it, yeah, science is a very your broad iris a broad you know field, to determine yeah, your illnesses that kind of thing right where it's like okay well well let's make this fair right have them the most extreme yeah, of have both the extremes sides. Yeah. yeah and you don't have extremes on That's that true. side yeah you know you only have extremes on this yeah side. so it's kind of like they're piling up on <clears> really <throat> the pastor yeah. Because the other two are not necessarily. I mean, when the Hindu is closer to the pastor oh, the than Buddhist, the Jewish. The Buddhist, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. When the Buddhist is closer to the pastor than the Jew, <laughs> you have a problem there. <laughs> Those are outliers, yes. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, all right, next question. Oh, go, go, baby. Science can answer moral questions. Science can answer moral questions. Nobody went over there. I mm -hmm. never looked to science to go like, is murder right or wrong? I looked to science to say how many murders were committed last week. You know, that, that's what I want to know. And then say, is there a trend? What is the cause of these murders? Blah, blah, blah. And then we use, uh, you know, we use different uh, tools, I guess is the best way of putting it, to, um, to assess whether or not we should be murdering people. Where do, where do those morals come from then? I think they're innate Good humans. Question. All societies have yeah. had certain things they'd agree on, regardless of religious background and so on, we don't require a deity or any kind of religion to give us those things. And we come with them as part of our species. Yeah, but that... It doesn't answer the question. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't make morals, you yeah. know, that makes opinions, yeah. you know. And so, because there is no, well, now it's, well, I just don't feel that way. So, yeah. I know that society has felt like that, but I just don't think like that anymore. Yeah. So, well, you can't tell me I'm wrong, Yeah. you know, so... It does not. It does See, there's not there's the a glimmer of truth to it because there is, it is innate in our species for I'd say ninety five percent of the moral code. Like, sure. I just saw the movie The Sound of Freedom where it talks about child um, sex trafficking. I would say ninety five, pushing ninety six percent, hopefully, of people know that that's wrong and believe that that's wrong. That's not the question, though. The question is not, well, it's, it's just innate in us. It's how did it get there? Yeah. It's the same exact question about the evolution that we were just talking sure. about. It's not a question of, well, look at all this stuff, and we can see that everything is here, so it had to get here. Yeah, I know that, but how did it get here? Yeah. How did morals well, form? Well, it's just here. <laughs> Genetically, you know? through, through adaptation. How did morals right. yeah. <laughs> How did morals get here? Because it had to come that way. And I would say... And I think this guy would agree with that, though I don't. I don't know where evolutionists stand on this, but I would say that uh, humans either have evolved more or definitely have a higher moral standard than animals. Sure. And I don't think that it's uh, specific to any sort of animal. I think it's humans are on a different plane mm -hmm. than animals. I mean, you have animals that uh, well. There's always going to be exceptions because right now we're, we're murdering a lot of our babies in mm -hmm. America. You're right. So that we are, but. I, but I think what he's talking about, about innately knowing that's wrong, I think that that is, murdering our babies, I think would be something that falls into that category of we know that that's wrong. A crocodile doesn't know that that's wrong. They're just trying to survive. Sure. So there really is almost a uh, survival of the fittest in the animal kingdom. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But um, you can look at the laws that humans have created, like actually writing out contracts or the constitution or things like that. Where it's like, yeah, humans are definitely on a different plane than animals in some way. Uh, and I don't know how you could explain that from an evolutionary point of view. Well, know? one of the issues I have is that, well, if there, if we innately know, right, that things are wrong, like that, that suggests that we have an ought for what we do, mm -hmm. you know. So why do we not do those things? You know, so mm -hmm. that's a problem mm -hmm. because if it's beneficial evolutionarily for us to have these morals, that would be the only point in evolution to for us to retain morals yeah. evolutionarily. Then why do we not act on those mm -hmm. things consistently? Why are we continually being immoral mm -hmm. and being selfish, you know, mm -hmm. when selfishness sure. 
is an immoral thing. Yeah. But we're programmed innately to be moral. According it doesn't to, make according any, to that. According to, to that, evolution. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So in other words, so this this yeah. uh, this, yeah. this innate moral aspect in us, what I would say is there there yeah there is that 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 uh, the law of God's written on our hearts, you mm-hmm. know, in a sense, um, according to the word. And then, um, but that's kind of like a it's like a vestigial. We were talking about vestigial today. It's my word for the day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Or today or yesterday? Yesterday. Still, no, um, still today. Was it today? Did we talk about today? Vestigial? Yeah, like an hour ago. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking we were talking to Courtney, but no. No, we were talking to Anna. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> a lot of people I talked to. Um, <clears throat> At least two right there. But uh, but the but the, this vestigial aspect that we are created in God's image, mm-hmm. that's what sets us apart from mm-hmm. the animal kingdom, the animal world. We're completely different in that sense that, yeah, we have a sense, we have a conscience that's there that suggests to us that there is a right and there's a wrong. That's innate, but it's innate because we're created in God's image. Right. Yeah. It's not innate because, <laughs> because evolution thought it was yeah. the best thing for yeah. us to have. What would be the evolutionary reason in yeah. survival of the fittest and... Um, the procreation of the species, which I guess would be like the highest goal sure. for, but what would be the benefit evolutionarily to having these morals? Because if it's better for you, sure, for the production of your species to um, do something immoral, then according to evolution, you would do that thing. <clears throat> well, there would be no moral, yeah, right? There would yeah. be no ought, there would be nothing, yeah, you know, because that's not because how evolution is just works. not how it works. Yeah. Um, so if we were just animals, like, like there, name another animal that consistently goes against its evolutionary mm-hmm. nature. If you want to go evolution, it goes against its evolutionary nature. None. So why are we? Mm-hmm. Why do we? Mm-hmm. If it's na- natural for us to have these morals, which mm-hmm. are, can't be morals because there's no right or wrong, you know, in evolution, then... Well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. How, how is it that we go against that, mm-hmm. but no other animal does? Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah. And so it, it shows that we're there. There is something in us that we know the right to do. We don't do it because it's not a. It's not innate in the sense that it's our biology. Mm-hmm. It's innate in the sense that it's our. It's it's um like a an conscience. aspect of our conscience, yeah. yeah, and our creation. You know. Um, so it's yeah it's um well so it's a good a good subject to talk yeah. about really. well another problem that i have with the evolution just the strict evolutionist that does not allow for god at all is he'll keep he'll keep asking uh, he'll keep stating that things are a way but he can never get to why they are that right. way there's no purpose or reason for for the the mor- morality of the human race um there's just the statement that it is. It's just innate. But then when you ask them, okay, let's push a little farther. Why is that innate? When did that come to be? How did that come to be? How is it different from the animal kingdom? Anything like that? Well, we don't know. It's just scientists have theorized on all of this. So as a scientist, you're so um, wrapped up in having facts and things we can see, touch, and, and all of that. But then when you get down to the nitty gritty of things you can't touch or see, like conscience right. or conscience. Um, <clears throat> laws of logic or morality, mm-hmm. it cannot answer any of those questions. So then they're going to get to this a little bit later and be like, is it okay to question your views? And every scientist is going to be like, yeah, yeah, it's, it is okay. Why would somebody who is so firm on, well, we can only prove something if you can see it or handle it and stuff like that, be like, yeah, but it's okay to question your views. I think they have to go there because they don't have the answers to these questions and sure. they can never, they will never be able to come to a, uh, an answer that is satisfactory to their own standards that they've made for themselves. Right. Because if you're going from a strictly materialistic perspective, but you believe the universe had a beginning, that means that something came into nothing, with, came from something came from nothing without any divine hand at all because you can't allow that divine foot in the door once you say right. god right 
So then, but we'll never have an answer to that question then. So let's just keep theorizing. We have to keep an open mind, but we'll never get an answer to that question. Okay, let's go to morality or things that are not just uh, um, materialistic. So like the human thought or conscience, where did that ever, how could that ever have evolved from something that didn't have a thought, right? Uh, Well, we know it did because we have it here, but let's push that back. Why did that ever come into being or how, how could it have come to being without a divine hand or something that, that has purpose for why that would ever be? Sure. Well, we don't really know, but let's just keep theorizing because that's um, because we can't allow for God. Sure. But all of these questions are going to never be answered from an evolutionary perspective because they don't want to allow for God. But again, it goes back to what I said before which is that a purely materialistic worldview can never be uh, fully scientific to answer these questions. It can answer some other questions about the Darwin's finches or things that we can see that they have evolving over time, things that we can observe right here, but it cannot answer these uh, deeper questions. And it will never be able to because it's not allowing for the supernatural, sure. which is the only explanation that somebody can be like, I have faith, but it's faith that is based on logic right. and rationality. And that is that something created something. Right. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. And for me, uh, it's not so much that science can answer moral questions, but science certainly can guide us in a lot of ways, especially when moral questions and conflict science with can't reality answer moral now learned it. There are things that my beliefs cannot explain. There are things my beliefs cannot explain. All the I've got serious gaps over. in my faith that require a supernatural answer. Yeah, but that your faith can explain it. Yeah, it's God. <laughs> so you shouldn't be sitting down, Pastor. I'm a Christian. I had, at a church service, uh, someone had a hurt shoulder, and they said, my shoulder really hurts, so you pray for my shoulder to get better. I'll be honest with you. I have about 5% faith that that's going to work out. But I prayed for him. I put my hand on his shoulder, and I said, you know, I want this shoulder to get healed in Jesus' name. And I walked away thinking, oh, no, another disappointed person who didn't get healed today. Well, the next morning, that person called me and said, you wouldn't believe it. My shoulder feels 100% better. I still don't have a good answer to that. Um, But I just know every time I get an answer or an opportunity to exercise my faith in a supernatural way, I want to take that opportunity because I just don't know what the answer might be. It could be something terrific. I totally... I think he has an answer for all of those things, though, that he said. Because he has an answer for all of his questions about faith. Sure. Because he just said, well, anytime I have a question, uh, I realize that I believe in God. Right. And God is the God of the impossible. So that kind of takes care of that. And then also about the... Um, I don't have an answer to that person being healed. It's like you prayed for him to be healed yeah. and you believe that God can heal, obviously. So that's your answer. <laughs> right. Like, the, I guess the question that he would ask would be, well, how come not everybody does get healed? Sure. Then that would be a question. But it's still, well, because God didn't want to heal them, sure. you know, because we've seen God heal before. Sure. So anyway, just interesting. I agree with you. I liked you when you said 5%. I pretty much feel the same way. Yeah. These but guys need my more faith in also. Japan, like we have this kind of service to sort of console the spirits in the land. Like when we chant for like out, you know, an hour, half an hour maybe, then everybody feels oh, no, you didn't. so peaceful. But then I can't quite explain it, like logically. And that's, that's, that's sufficient in that situation. Science is all about understanding what we can understand. And in science, you're pretty much not allowed to even consider the supernatural because mm-hmm. it's beyond testable hypotheses. It's beyond anything that you can evaluate in any, uh, what we might call an objective manner. We are comfortable with the idea that we do not know something. And we say we do not know something and that someday we might find the answer or we may not. There's a lot out there that we can't explain, but it has absolutely nothing to do with my beliefs. I was raised Catholic and um, I'm just as confused now as I was then about what's really going on. You know, there, there, there is this small amount of stuff we can explain. I don't need to have a belief about it. I don't even need to go beyond that and just, just to decide that it's magnificent and terrifying all at the same time and just kind of leave it at that. So I think your, your answer to the question... Um, I think when you're talking about belief, I think 
their definition of belief mm. means I can't prove it right. or it has no <clears throat> rational foundation in reality. And that's just not how the Christian, how Christianity at least defines belief. Right. Because belief is not um, only believing in something that you can't see. It's also Thomas putting his fingers where Jesus was pierced and saying, I believe. Right. That's not belief like blind faith. Right. That's belief in what he can see, touch, and handle. And Jesus was good with that. And Jesus was <laughs> good with like, that. he's like, hey, Thomas, come here. Just, yeah. just touch here, touch here. Yeah. Like, believe. Right. And it is both because Jesus yeah. says, you know, blessed are those who have not seen yeah. and yet still have believed. So there is an aspect of faith that comes without seeing, definitely. But um, it's not like what they're saying, which is, I don't need my beliefs to come into what, whether or not uh, uh, something is real or not. Which is right? so, it's such a, a, it's, yeah, it's such a silly statement. Although, I mean, I understand what you're saying because the, the definition for belief would be different mm -hmm. because it's like, well, no, you, everything you do is based on what you believe, mm -hmm. you know, exactly. is, there is no science you're doing that is not based right. on your belief, yep. you know? Yeah. And, you, uh, you believe that you can't use a supernatural. Right. So that is your belief. Right. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, and I think the next statement this lady makes is, I think the only statement I might agree with mm -hmm. <laughs> from, from, from her. her. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're not so. in, into that reconstructionist Judaism <clears throat> that much? I feel like there's not much there. You don't really. think that God is like a power that's coming outside of you? Mm -hmm. So you don't believe that God is working in you at all? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying what you're is... saying is you don't believe the holy spirit is in you okay <laughs> so you tip your hand oh perfect <laughs> yeah that was that was great that was a good one see how quickly yes i can, de I can deceive mm -hmm. yeah, i've been working on it <laughs> ready mm -hmm. question would have been yes i mean because i think you might agree that there's stuff that you can't even know to test yet right. so how maybe there's something beyond scientific theory and proof that we don't even know yet and i'm not saying god okay no, I, if no, we just I mean, take god out of it might there not be something well, certainly, right that, certainly, that certainly. your yeah, scientific I, beliefs I can't explain that's right certainly but and also in my philosophy i don't see any point in putting any kind of supernatural <laughs> label on it right, as so, an explanation it's just right. not solving the problem it actually would solve the I whole problem i believe in life after death the Reconstructionist Jew does not. Well, I'm so glad you're with me because I didn't want to be here all by myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just see purpose for our lives that extends beyond the here and now, that there is an eternity that God wants to have with us. His love for us is so deep that it desires to have a continued relationship with us uh, as, as, as far as time goes on. Because I live in Long Beach, before we get to the um, Buddhist, uh, that's the one part I have a problem with what the pastor said because of what he didn't say. Mm -hmm. Because what he said was fine. I agree with every word that he said, actually. But what he should have said is, I believe in life after death because I'm a Christian, which means I believe that Jesus rose from the dead. And Jesus said, he who believes in me will never die. Yeah. Even yeah. And even when he dies, yet he shall live. Um, and then Paul says, because Jesus was raised from the dead, that is the proof of our resurrection as well. So it goes hand in hand. It's not just, well, God wants yeah, to have a relationship with right. us past this life. That's definitely not a foundation for the belief in life after death. Sure. The foundation is we believe Jesus actually walked out of that tomb, and that is proof that that's going to happen to us because yeah. that's what he promised, and he gets to make that yeah. decision because he prophesied that that was going to happen and then actually did it. And that's not a blind faith thing either. No. Like you can you can find a lot of material and evidence for the resurrection of Jesus right, Christ. Right, right. You know, so it's, uh, no, it's See, a really and, good point. And, and I would put way more emphasis on that than, mm -hmm. well, no, because I've seen people who have died right. medically right. and then they went to heaven and stuff like that. It's yeah, like, yeah, I'll sure. take the one who's actually like, what like was seen by over 500 people yeah. and then had his disciples who didn't believe in the resurrection beforehand and didn't even understand what he was saying and were scared of the Jewish mm -hmm. and uh, Roman leaders then actually turned this world upside down because they saw right they the saw risen, the reality of what of what, what they, actually happened yeah, what they what they were 
what they didn't expect to see. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so that that to me is the proof of our resurrection yeah. and eternal life. Amen. No, that's great. Beach. I, I go down to the beach and I see the waves of, in the ocean at, at, at the beach. They they come ashore. Oh no, you did. But you got waves like, too. You know, different shapes and different forms. And the length of the wave, we have no idea. You show up in different locations, which you have no control. <laughs> yeah. The idea that we, this, this moral like, shape dude, that we have, this, this life, and trying to preserve it. Right you know? And then we're kind of missing the whole like, point that talking. we are actually that great I love you, Ben, but mm-hmm. you're just not making it. In anything. my limited capacity as a You are really making us human. look bad right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, when you joined me as the only other person that believes in this, that was not what I was expecting your belief to be based on. Uh, I saw some waves, and that's why I believe in eternity. What? Hold on. <laughs> Personally, I feel like the Christian foundation for eternal life has a greater basis in reality than, than the, the waves one. on Staten Island or personally, personally. Long Island. And I don't mean to uh, no, to no, judge another man's servant, but, but um, just in terms of objective, why we would believe that something mm-hmm. is true, if mm-hmm. that's what it's based off of, it, that's not going to be enough to yeah. for to me to to hold <clears throat> my life yeah. with. Well, well, what's what's unfortunate? We believe what the pastor said, and what he said was true, but it is on the same level as what the Buddhists said. Mm, mm-hmm. And that's a problem mm-hmm. because now it is all just magic. Mm-hmm. It is all just what yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, without the resurrection yeah. of Christ. Yeah. It's just, well, you know, I just feel like I, I mean, yeah. I, I believe God wants. And it's like, yeah. it's like the scientists are going, well, hmm. yeah, there's yeah. nothing there. Waves. Yeah. They believe this. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. Once you have the foundation yeah. of Jesus's resurrection, all that other stuff that the yeah. pastor said is it fits. It fits, and it's and about purpose. Yeah. That was a really great point. Because yeah. none of the evolutionists has any purpose. Like they're gonna probably show up, uh, say that right now. Um, you just die in your worm food, and that's that's mm-hmm. it. You know. But why would there be purpose in this life? Because we know we have purpose, right? That's that's something that's innate. Like the evolutionists would believe that we have. We are created for something. Otherwise, we would not have a drive to achieve mm-hmm. anything. So why have that drive if there's nothing after? Well, Jesus gives the answer, but from an evolutionary perspective, there is no answer. And I don't think that the pastor gave enough of that right, right. The foundation sure. for that answer. So. Like in this form, in this shape, I have no idea. How could I possibly have any idea about what that being ocean is going to mean or be? Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I know that uh, I will continue to be part of the universe, but not as me. Not you're as like you're crazy. This. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. I, I would agree face. with that. I mean, I see no evidence from anything that I can observe or anything that that goes on that it's more than just wishful thinking that humans in some form are, are going to exist in some afterlife where they're recognizable and their identities carry on. Um, when I was, but no evidence to the contrary either. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants to believe that. Mm-hmm. So, you can you can say, "Well, I, I've never seen evidence for it." Oh, okay, but you haven't seen evidence against it either. Well, yeah, you, you can't. That <laughs> would be something that would be un, undefinable yeah. in his worldview sure. from either perspective. Mm-hmm. Because if there is not anything, he's never live, lived in a life that has not been a life anymore. Right. Where he could say, "Well, no, I know that there is no afterlife." Right. right. He has no experience with it. Right. You know. So either way. Yeah, right. and that's what I mean. It's 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 faith. Yeah. It's just faith. That's why you have it's to go faith. with the person who did rise from the dead. Yep. And also the person who said, uh, if they, they have Moses and the prophets who believed in Yahweh, by the way, the transcendent personal God, those kind of Jews, uh, Moses and the prophets, if they don't believe them, they will not believe if somebody even rises yeah. from the dead, yeah. which would um, mean that there would be an afterlife. Yeah. So, yeah. As a kid, I asked my dad um, <clears throat> if our pets would be waiting for us in heaven mm. when we died, and my dad said no, and I was shocked, and I was like, why would there not be pets in heaven? And my dad's like, cats, well, there no, are animals, dogs, and I'm no, like, squirrels, why yes. not my animals? And he's like, well, they're just like a generic <laughs> cat and a generic dog, and I went, 
wait, what? <laughs> and so at that point, that's when I started to question, like, wait a minute, what happens next? And, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, with a lot of you guys here, uh, just saying that, look, you know, it, wouldn't it be great if we could go on and on and on? But I think because we don't see any evidence for it, I have to be in the camp of, well, we get this one shot, make the most of it, do the best you can, and then when it's done, yeah, you know, no don't purpose. have any regrets. You know, live with doing as much as you could that is good so that you will live on in the memories of those who uh, stay behind. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry your dad told you your dog's not going to heaven. What a, what a crushing thing to hear as a child. Uh, you know, all good dogs go to heaven. That's what the movie it's, said. It's what, it must be true. I think he was trying to like let me down gently. But I, I know, yeah, yeah. I think like, like some days, on each other. I'm like totally zen. Really I'm totally like, it's totally there. Yeah, like, it's okay, that. it's all one. And I will just not exist. I'm usually not as afraid of death as I am of dying. Usually, like, I'm, I'm afraid of dying because I've seen some really bad dying. I'm very afraid of pain and of, and of you know, the process of dying. But I'm... I, I lost both, both my parents from cancer, so I witnessed both process. My mom died uh, over um, 30 years ago, and uh, it, was, it was painful to mm -hmm. witness that hard. Listen to him. My mom. Health As the Buddhist, that right? Is, that is not yeah. Buddhism. Same process. But then he was once writing letters that uh, just really coincides with some Buddhist teachings that I'm having a wonderful mm. day and I'm really grateful for everybody who supports so us. We, we have a saying that every day is, a, as you say, the greatest day. I can see that, you know, intellectually, I can understand it intellectually, but I just wasn't sure if I could. I could feel if I, I would be able to say something like that if I'm put in a mm -hmm. situation. Oh, it's so tough. Because mm -hmm. it's going against what he believes. Yep. <clears throat> but it's also going against his innate feelings. Because mm -hmm. his innate feelings would be to feel for um, his parents' passing. Sure. And I think that's a really strong point for the Bible. Because it speaks to both. Yeah, it gives answers to why humans are the way they are with the fall. But then it also has books like Ecclesiastes. There's a time for everything. Mm -hmm. There's a time to laugh, but there's also a time to weep. And it's almost like you know this, right? It's not like I'm oh, establishing right, right. this law right now. Right. You know, It's um, already built in there. It's Right. Mm -hmm. But it gives those answers for that. Um, and there's a time to weep and a time to, uh, to mourn and a time to laugh. And Jesus is blessed are those who mourn. So... It seems to fit reality more than, well, I just have to turn off my innate feelings. Right. You know? Right. So. It's important to question one's own beliefs. It's important to question one's own beliefs. No, I'll say yes to that because they don't have answers to <laughs> those questions. Man, I'm such a skeptic, and that includes questioning my own my own beliefs, um, especially if I form a hypothesis and I'm working on an experiment. I mean, you always kind of want it to go a certain way and you have to do your best to remove that, that bias and then um, some, a lot of times if you're in research, it just doesn't work. <laughs> One of the things I tell students, because I work with students a lot with my nonprofit organization, and I tell them, you know, as they're journeying into the She's flexing a little bit for the guy. Just my nonprofit organization. afraid to admit that they don't know something or that they're wrong. Like those are really important qualities, whether it's in science or any aspect of life. The, the whole fun in being a scientist is trying to break things. Uh, and I actually wanted to start a journal of scientific mistakes so that we could share with each other what went wrong. Because too often we only talk about the successes. And I think it's very valuable to also know what failure is and what it teaches us. And the questioning is such a help. I think the only problem is from the non-religious point of view, they are not allowing the existence of God to be on the table. They're not allowing that supernatural. So you can't, you can question anything in this world, but you can't allow for a supernatural. Right. Then you're not really <laughs> right. doing you're what you're claiming honest. to. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> for the Christian or like anybody can say, oh, I don't know everything. But I think it's almost like a, um, a false narrative that people paint of, oh, I hate people that always think that they're right about mm -hmm. everything. I think those people are like very, very, very few of the actual yeah. people. I think the vast majority of people, and the reason that all six of them are over here for this one is because I think the vast majority of people um, 
do question things and when they are maybe putting on a facade of oh i know everything and and you know um the prideful stuff i think it's just a facade mm-hmm. i don't think that they actually believe that they know what they're trying to do in that situation usually is making their point seem more valid because they're saying oh i don't have any questions about um certain things and then also like we talked about in the deconstruction video what's on the audiophora what's mm-hmm. on the outside that we can question and then right. what's on the inside the munchkin right not of just the christian faith but also of <clears throat> reality in general you know do human beings exist? Stuff like that. It's like, well, it's okay to question that belief. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> but it's yeah. okay to question there are things that are axioms, and they they just are what they are. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Healthy thing. I always think it's a healthy thing. So whenever I see younger monastics or priests, like, yeah, go ahead and question, question me, or question what you do, and then be okay. And you need to understand, understand intellectually. But at the same time, I want you to understand there are things that's beyond this intellectual understanding. So that's um, in, in, in unrecognizable part of understanding that comes only through experience. Hey guys, this is John. And Kendra, oh. thank you so much. Well, <laughs> Ranking my skin tone. <laughs> next on counterculture the next yes. jubilee coming up all right well that was good all right that's good thank you guys for watching or listening mm-hmm. on wherever you can listen to podcasts mm-hmm. freedom church nj and i hope uh, it was a very euphoric experience <laughs> euphonic euphonic uh, euphonic experience <laughs> did it sound good then it's you fine. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Does it <laughs> if it felt good, it's you fine. I know Jamie has the more pleasing <laughs> voice to listen to than me, though. Sultry. But I am the worship leader who hopefully sings better than Jamie. Euphonically, not That's, euphorically. Sings. Did I say it again? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, but thank you guys for watching or listening. We're really grateful. And uh, like we said in the beginning, you know, like, comment, and also. Um, a, put a, a five-star review. Yeah. I mean, if you like us, then put a five-star <laughs> review. If you don't, that's fine. Well, tell you us know, why. Put whatever star review It's okay you to want. question what but, we believe. But, yeah, but comment. And uh, we'd love to uh, to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah. So, thanks for joining us. And remember mm-hmm. that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church of Christ. Mm-hmm. Please, don't forget that. Yeah. Get a hold of that. Think about that. What does that mean? I don't know if this is going to work. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) All right. See you guys.